Welcome to Grace for Your Journey podcast. I'm Pastor Terry. I am your host for the next few minutes as we talk about uh, the Word of God together. So glad that you're with us. Okay, we're in Matthew chapter 5, and uh, this is the longest discourse of Jesus's ministry. Uh, the longest sermon we have of his is divided into sections. And the first section is the Beatitudes. That's, if you want to divide it in half, here's how you would do it. The first Part of it of 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 Matthew five is are the beatitudes. Those are attitudes that we need to have internally that God honors. Then the second half is sort of how we should live. How should we act? How should we interact? And Jesus gives us wisdom to live by. That if we live by it, <laughs> it provides a a way better life than if we don't. So this section of his sermon deals with the issue of lust. You heard me say it, lust. Now let's define what lust means. Typically, everyone thinks of lust, and they think of it only in the sexual sense. Now, Jesus is going to talk about that in this context, but lust is simply desire. It could be a desire for a car. It could be a desire for a vacation, a desire for a new pair of shoes. And it's a strong, overwhelming desire, lust is, that causes you to violate biblical truth and principles. That's the idea of lust. It's not just wanting something. You know, I I want a new driver for my, you, you know, my old one is, is, is old and it doesn't work. Well, that might be my problem. <laughs> I might be the one that not, that doesn't work, right? But, but wanting is one thing, but desiring lust takes it to a level where you're willing to violate biblical principle, biblical truth, and, and move out. So Jesus talks about it in the context of, of, of sexual desire. And here's what he says. You've heard it said of old, you shall not commit adultery. That means actively go out and commit sexual sin with someone other than your spouse or someone else's spouse, sort of what the idea is. But I say to you, everyone who looks on a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery in with her in his heart. Oh my goodness. Jesus just raised the bar to a level that every man with red blood is going to have a problem with. I mean, so now Jesus says, look, it's an inside job again. Remember, we talked about that last episode. If you listen, talking about anger. Well, he's talking about an inside job right here. He's saying, I don't only want you to constrain your behavior. I want you to change your desires. You say, well, how do we do that? Well, let's first understand what lust leads us to do. We've already talked about it in a minute. It does lead us to violate God's principle and truth, without a doubt. Lust also says, I am not content, God, with what you have given me or with what you withheld from me. So when we allow a desire to become so profound and controlling in our life that it leads us from God's truth and God's word, we are actually saying to God in our in our inner being, right, and our actions, God, you have robbed us of the best. So I know you're my heavenly father, but you've not given me the best. And so we're saying, God, I don't, you know, what I have isn't sufficient. So you've robbed me there or what you've withheld from me. You've done it. And and that's not fair either. So if we're going to change lust in our heart toward women, we have to be content with where we are. Now over in first John, I won't read it to you, but uh, in First John, the Bible says this, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but of the world. Now, there's a great song, one of my favorite songs by a group called the 77s, and it's called The Lust of the Flesh, the Eyes, and the Pride of Life. And their chorus is, the lust of the flesh, the eyes, and the pride of life will drain the life right out of you. 
And that is absolutely true. If lust doesn't become something we get a hold on, if we don't change our perspective on how we view women, men and and women, how how you view men, if we don't change it, we are listen, we are positioning ourselves to a to a, a spot in a position where listen, we're going to miss God's best for our life. Because here's what I know about sovereign God who is providentially in control of your life and mine. The person in your life is there by God's design. The person that said no to you is God's protection in your life. So Jesus says, look, don't lust after what you don't have. Then he goes on quickly. Let me just tell you this. He says, it's better to be content with what you have um, than anything else. And he says it like this. He says, if your right eye causes you to, to sin, tear it out, throw it away. For it is better to lose uh, one of your members than your whole body to be thrown into hell. If your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better for you to lose a member of your body than your whole body go into hell. What Jesus is saying is this, that this issue of being content with what you have, which is the opposite of lust, is contentment, right? Uncontrolled desire, right, will drive you down a road that will destroy your life more than losing a limb to an accident or any other reason. Think about that, how damaging is lust, that it, it, it will damage you more than losing a hand. Listen, ask God to help you. Become content with what God's given you, and you know what will happen? You'll be free from lust, and you'll have grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you, and we thank you for today. Help us, Lord, to live free from the desires that distract and destroy. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God, blessings on you, and we'll talk next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.